there it is, Stephen. I threw the scent off at the beginning for you. It sounded like a little Christmas music. You had no idea what was going on. I didn't know what was happening. But now. I thought I was on a different show. I was excited for a second. And then it's back to this. Welcome back Back to to the the Gentleman's Dojo. Stephen, first of all, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. We are back. We are back. We are back. We had fun in Oxnard for a couple of days. Yeah. We are flying on a two-man ship this week. Because our buddy Patrick Keene is visiting his family. We don't fly on a ship. Flying on a, uh, well, you tell me. I, I'm a Cessna, the one... a two-person oh. Cessna. Or or you're, we're rowing a boat together, the two of us. It's just two peas in a pod. You like movie quotes? We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, precious. precious. <laughs> By the way, on my Spotify, I have the best of 2017, my music. Yeah. And every eighth clip is you. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. I like Mother Earth. I heard that one. Good. Mother Earth clearly doesn't like us. Then I just hit forward yeah. to my next Anita Baker song. How are you? <laughs> well, listen. Great. We're uh, we're in a good mood. Oh, we, we oh we are. It's the end of 2017. Surprised you haven't given my number out uh, online <laughs> to the to the elder subscribers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, they could if they wanted to do a guest set. <sighs> How are you? Okay. What? Well, we had a good uh, Christmas. Thank you for allowing me to come over to your family. Yeah, you had Christmas. nowhere to go. No one watched you. You couldn't oh, find it. Places. You couldn't find it in yourself to go visit your own family or go with yeah. your wife. That's right. To go visit her family. So I stayed in town with eight dogs, and, and one of them uh, died. One of them passed away. One of them died. Thank you. Not even. I, by the way, I, yeah. I know people will be like, "Oh, Steve's dismissed." It's not really your dog. You had it for like three weeks. That's not true. I've had that dog for two years. Two years. Some of the yeah. dogs that are in my possession have been for two weeks. Yeah. And still are. Yeah. Okay. I come home and I don't even know about some of the dogs. How are you, Steven? So we're excited. We did Oxnard Levity Live over the weekend. We did. And that was fun. Good time. Great time. Yeah? Yep. What's the add-on to that? <laughs> <laughs> so we did that. We're excited. But we are also excited because 2017, great year for us here in the dojo. Mm-hmm. i got to be honest with you. I didn't expect uh, this show to survive after receiving emails with blank subject lines. But that's fine, Steve. I thought that this show uh, might have fallen. But we are back on track. We are yeah. good. Steve is the king of the no subject email with the hashtag pump the brakes. Well, <laughs> let's get to it then. Sure, let's do but it. Why don't you explain to everybody why I give you a, a, an email with no subject line? Probably the maybe sixth time I've had to do this with That's you. That's not true. Twice. 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 We've had a phone call once, and that was uh, months ago. That was after Liberty, Ohio. In and five then, or six years, yeah. we've had this conversation probably twice. Oh, please. Yeah. Four or five times. Uh, we we have this conversation every time I come back from a road gig and don't make money. So that's how many times have I worked with you? So let me just say this: <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> you sent me it. I I had been responding. I've been trying to reach out to you. What's yeah. going on? Boom, boom, boom. Nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing. Right. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I mean, I know yep. he's not that busy. And uh, okay. <laughs> so, then, a, yeah. so then, yep. I'm working one night. It's a Friday night. I get an email you that says working. your name on it, and there's no subject. I'm like, this is never good. The Yahoo Room has Wi-Fi. Uh, maybe I should read the email. No, I have good. it. Just, just shorthand yeah. it. Good. You, you read my Gigmasters thing all the effing time. That's different. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's funny. Uh, basically, the email said, "Hey, I've been uh, waiting to re- reach back out to you because of various reasons, but I just wanted to let you know." Uh, in a nutshell, you've been driving me up a fucking wall. Basically, yeah. If you listen to the show, you know that Gary's relentless 
Low ticket sales, low numbers, the wildfire is going to affect your numbers in Atlanta, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Every time I post something about a show, there's a pic- uh, Gary will find a picture of empty chairs or chair warehouse yeah. and go, here's the here's the show. It just it's nonstop. And the first five years, it's funny. And then the sixth year, it's like it's just like your act. Write something new. But what's the difference between relentless and honest? Like, oh, I'm please. Just, not please. I'm just wondering. Relentless what the and honest. <laughs> What's the difference? Well, who else are you going to work with? <laughs> Our guest coming in for next week's show, Mr. Orny Adams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's had you on for T-shirts, one week. One T-shirts. T-shirts. Get your lower the expectation T-shirts. Good. So I, basically, you sent me this email yep. just saying this is just wearing on me. I need to step back. I need to take a it's break. It's grading. Grading on me. Yes. I need to step back. Uh, I'm going to take a little break from the dojo. Uh, yep. This, that, and the other thing. But and then, it, it, that, no, th- th- I was taking a break from the dojo for other reasons. Okay, I was under the impression. It no, was... no, no, no. It's because okay. I'm getting ready to do that film. Yep. So that's going to consume a lot of my time, and it has already. Over yep. the holidays, I have some downtime, which is nice. But I, I've got a lot of work ahead of me. Yeah, and that was the reason for taking a step from the dojo back. But I said I'd like to come in. But I said, as far as you and I are concerned, you got to learn when to pump the brakes. Yeah. And you, you said in that email, pump the brakes four times. Yeah. It, it was your tagline for that email. Pump the brakes, pump the brakes, pump yeah. the brakes. Right. Now, I will say this. I immediately wrote back. thought my response was very nice. Very nice. You can't say anything because you know that it was very nice. I didn't try to No, you were it. accountable for it. Yeah. I was accountable. I'm like, I know. I get it. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. And uh, here's where I knew you needed me. Oh, Christ. I said, <laughs> here's where I knew it. I knew that I had you. What? I knew that I had you on you my You had me. I knew it. Here's where I, I knew it. I don't need <laughs> to have you. You don't. No, you don't contribute anything. You shit on me for for four days while if we're on the road. If you're we're on the be, podcast. If you're going to be in Seattle this weekend yep. and you come see the show, let me know what you think of Joel Osborne. Now, let me just tell you something. Right <laughs> oh, now. please. Yeah, yeah, Joel's yeah. a good comic. Yeah. I, I would love to hear something different once these mics cut off, but I will tell you this, right? Oh, with the you would hear the same thing. Sunglasses. Tom Cruise. You've been on Coles for eight, uh, 20 years. Relevant. Relevant. I can't so wait till Coles goes out of business. Here's where I knew I had you. Here's where I knew. You I was like, hey, me. Steve, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to pull back as well. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to oh, hop please. off the you Irvine shows. Plan. I'm going to hop off Irvine in Seattle because I knew I had tons of other work here in the L.A. area. What do I need those road gigs for, okay. right? Yeah. That's bullshit. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a little break. I'm going to also break up with you. You're going to break up with me. Okay. Look, it was the holidays. I knew if you didn't do New Year's with Keen and I, yeah. you'd have no gig. Uh, no gig. You wouldn't. There, there's no club in town here? There's no club. Please, you'd be, you'd be in line at, at, at January 1st at the Laugh Factory waiting to get a turkey dinner <laughs> being served by Maz Jabrani. <laughs> that is always the ironic thing of going to the Laugh Factory. Like, what comics are here serving? What, what comics are you receiving? Oh, yeah, of course. So I said, let me just pump the brakes myself. Yeah. I would like to throw it in the park right now, yep. and I'm going to pull back from Irvine in Seattle. But Aaron, you, no, I no, 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 you didn't leave it as an option. You said it's up to you. It's up to you. That's what you said. Don't, uh, I'll, okay. read the, I'll read the okay. email. Okay. okay, You said it's up to you. It's up to you, boss. <laughs> I said boss. <laughs> it's up to you, boss. Whatever you want, I can pull myself off the show. I said you don't have to pull yourself off the shows. I said just chill out. With you know, be normal every now and then. It's it's okay to be normal. Yep. For f- for a few minutes. How you doing? Catching up. Yeah. How's the wife? But with you, it's just like low ticket deal. Uh, it's just <laughs> low ticket constantly. Uh, even when I hit a bonus, and you're there, it's like oh, nobody was here tonight. It's like what are you talking about? So you know. So, but I will tell you, I I sent the email Jesus and I was Christ. like, hey, 
I'll pull off those weeks, boom, boom, boom. I will tell you, I didn't think email worked as quickly as it did because I will tell you, I hit send. Oh, within, shut up. Within That's a lie. 12 seconds. Steve's like, please keep those dates. That's a complete please. farce. That's... I don't want you to jump off those dates. I need you for those dates. I need I'll I, read the email. Within 12 seconds. I've never seen email communication. It was like we were on AOL Instant Messenger. He not was true. so desperate. He's like, please do not jump off those dates. I quote, look I me in the you. eyes and say that you I need look you. me in the eyes and say that you believe everything you're saying right now. Let's talk about our guest. Horrible. Hor- that's why you never get pass audition. No callbacks. OK, so we're but so, yeah, we so, we had so a let's little, go a year back. Yeah. Now that we cleared little, the air and we're good. Yeah. We're great. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's yeah. good. Our wrap up <laughs> of 2016, our wrap up of 2016 was with Jason Dallas. <laughs> Poppy, who came to Arizona and yeah. decimated a toilet, yeah, and he's never been back since because because you embarrassed him so bad by getting that T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Basically, clogged the toilet. We, we all went to a bar in Vegas, and I literally was leaving, and I saw him leave first. He walked out of the bathroom stall, <laughs> did not wash his hands. It was utterly disgusting. Okay, and I <laughs> bought him a shirt that said Poppy. <laughs> from the Seinfeld episode. From the yeah. Seinfeld episode, okay. and and it, it said Poppy since 2016. I had that yeah. little little tagline. <laughs> yeah, and and Dallas, who was a very kind of shy, quiet guy. Yeah, I don't think was very appreciative. <laughs> <laughs> so then we go into Joel Osborne and Dallas. I can't believe early in the year we didn't have many listeners <sighs> with these kind of quality guests. <laughs> USO talk with Steve Simone. That was great. Kate Quigley. We had just come off of the shows in Vegas with yeah. Kate. Yeah. Kate has her own uh, Date Fails podcast, which is popular. Yep. And Here on the network. Couldn't be sweeter. Couldn't yeah. be nicer. I really enjoyed working with her. That was great. Julia Sharp. You weren't here for that one. I wasn't here for that, and I wish no. I was, because Julius and I started uh, yeah, in New York City, time. Stand Up New York together. Yep. We did a lot of gigs, and he's a, a talented writer. Literally one of the best guys to follow on Twitter. Yeah, I, I remember I worked with him on the Kilbourne show. He worked a little bit on Ferguson, and then he was one of the top writers on Family Guy. Yeah. And and has Very done a few of his guy. own shows for Fox through Seth MacFarlane. Good guy. Dana Eagle. Great comic out of New York I know back in the day. Yep. Um, and then this one. Oh, you would have thought. You would have thought this guy to my left booked Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie or both of them. The minute you came down running from the hills, you won't believe who I got. <laughs> You'll never believe. I don't even the, know who this is. Oh, I sifted through and I got a gold nugget, all that horse shit. You'll never believe what a great find. Jackie Martling, who's been <laughs> off the Howard Stern show for, what, 10 years? You made it seem like you hit, like you like you won the showcase showdown on The Price is Right. It was unbelievable the way I you acted. I can't wait till we jump to October because that's when I think that, <sighs> that author was on. Go ahead. <laughs> Patrick Keene. Was a guest. Oh, he was a guest before Very he early officially. On, yeah. Oh, wow. National Lampoon alum, uh, who writer on Natasha Leggero's show, David Parker, came aboard. Great guy. Uh, then Feldmanity, Corey Feldman. Oh my God! We did the recap on his show with Chris Porter. Porter. Yeah, and then we actually talked to the man himself, Corey Feldman. This before all. All hell broke loose with the sexual right. assaults and all that stuff. So I think we touched on it briefly. I didn't want to make a big. It was deal also about weird. It, but remember when we first got him on the phone? He's like, "Hey, I'm in the middle of something. I'm running it around." He was checking into a hotel. Didn't seem like he didn't necessarily like he... like he was phoning in a favor. Yes, and was going to be on for five or ten minutes, and it ended up being yeah, we kept about him for a, a forty bit. forty minute interview. He yeah. was great. He was doing his tour. Uh, New York Times bestseller, author, uh, comedy critic Jason Zinneman wrote a great book about uh, Letterman. Letterman. Yep. 
And that was our first score in terms of authors. Yes. I think that was our first one where it was like, oh, wow, we can reach out and communicate with these guys and it's possible. That is one of my favorite episodes. Really? Because um, growing up, I just loved Letterman. Yeah. I thought he was great. And I thought he was off the wall, absurd. He, he was twisting the narrative of what a late night talk show could be. He was lampooning it. It was a show within a show. And then he became a curmudgeon. Uh, right. I didn't like him in his later years, and this book explored why, how, all that stuff. I didn't even realize till the end that he had sat down with Letterman. Like it didn't. Yeah, really it wasn't. A, that it wasn't book. clear in the book. Right, right. But he did. He had a, a lunch with him, and it was it was great. I I really. But he was our first kind of guest into like, hey, we should start getting some authors on the show who yeah. really want to promote their books. And when that book, I read the book. I I told you see if you can get this guy. You actually came through. And I said, this is an angle we should explore. And you were more of like, hey, let's talk to my mechanic again. So I'm glad that you are <laughs> finally seeing the light. Another great guy. He directed a few episodes of Sullivan's Son. He's been with the Big Bang Theory since, I think, day one. Yeah. Uh, Mark Sandrowski. Yeah, he was great, too. A talented uh, television director. From Michigan. Dabbled in stand-up comedy. Good friend of Dave Coulier. Great hockey player. Yeah. I got to play hockey with him. Uh, great guy as well. Uh, I Am Comic director Jordan Brady. Unbelievable. You weren't here for that one either. I was I, here. You I were? had the picture. No, yeah, oh. we're all sitting there together. That's right. I remember you here. He's got a, a, a plethora of great documentaries, but uh, again, a great guy. And in you realize that uh, he is also a commercial director. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been around for a long time. Good. Shattered the book about the insider's perspective of Hillary Clinton's campaign and why things derailed and went off 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 the off the rails. Uh, Jonathan Allen. That took a little in. bit to get him as well. Uh, yeah. Went through the few channels, but you know, I think I think part of it was. When we celebrated our 100th episode, mm-hmm. right, What once we had Vince Vaughn on, I think it made things easier. Which is coming up. Yes. We haven't gotten there yet, but again, Absolutely. jumping ahead. Yeah, no, no, sorry. It's fine. Uh, that, was a gr- that was a great great one as well. And another one where I thought, oh, I don't know how much time we're going to have with the guy. Went he Almost four minutes, yeah. Rich Scheider, Howie Mandel. Oh, when you got Howie, again, you would have thought, you would have thought, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it's- Guys, if you I, thought Jackie Martling was huge- <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, stand up. I don't give a shit what you do. Andrew Santino, one of my favorites. I love that guy. Yeah, and great they dude. renewed that show that he's on. Yeah, this is just as I'm Dying Up Here, a great show on Showtime came out. Um, and then you, myself, Steve Simone, and Bill Crawford went on yep. the USO tour over to Southeast uh, Easily, for me, Asia. the highlight of 2017. That the was a great run of shows. So much fun, so many laughs, just a good time, a good group of guys. We really had a blast. And then we wrapped up that show. Uh, my father joined us uh, for 89. That was a great one. Number 90 was one I did not expect. Uh, Jeff Singer, Montreal Comedy yes. Festival. Uh, he's one of the, you know, I knew him as a booker back in the day, and now obviously he's one of the main uh, executives at Just for Laughs. A great peek into the insight of the festival, how they book it, and how they get the young talent. So if you're By a young the way, comic here's what there, I loved about Jeff. Uh, he, he doesn't do any. Doesn't do podcasts. This was the one he did. Yeah. And that yeah, was yeah. A, a huge compliment. Uh, Goddamn Comedy Jams, Josh Adam Myers. That was a great one. He's one of my favorites. And um, you're going to go do a show with him again in January. In Vegas, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're more than welcome to join if you want. Nah. Good. <laughs> um, a great comic I started off with in New York City. Um, more a writer now, obviously, than stand-up, but John Viner. Yeah. Again, from that Family Guy camp. Great guy. Alex Sulkin. We we should have Alec on at some point, but uh, I just watched, John's the best. I, I just watched him. that uh, uh, Marge versus the Monorail episode again, which is hysterical. Yeah. That was the one written by Conan O'Brien. Uh, Conan Ryder, speaking of which, Brian, 
Kylie? Yeah. Yeah, he was here. He was awesome. I don't think I was there for that nope, one. Nope, you were that not. It was you and Keen. Then there was a few, you and I. Uh, we had Ahmed Ahmed, Sullivan and Son alumni. Uh, Ahmed Ahmed. Now we're approaching 100. So that was a fun one. And Ahmed was very nervous coming yeah. in. He thought he was going to come in lines den, get torn apart. But yeah. we actually had a great time. We actually had a great time exploring his Tribeca Film Festival um a uh, film uh, just like us, which is now on Netflix, yep. and it's a great film. It's a great road film, but it's also it takes you into the world of comedy in the Middle East and how it's non-existent. And Ahmed is one of the pioneers in terms yeah, of bringing stand up. He's in Dubai as we speak. Uh, Sal Volcano uh, from Impractical Jokers, one of my favorite human beings on the on the planet, and the same Joe Gatto. Yeah, just there was a one that we had. We had a lot of the guys on. Like over James the Murray of was lined up, and right. that interview did not happen, right? <laughs> because we couldn't get the uh, the soundboard to work that day. But it was great to spend time talking to those guys prior to touring with them. Obviously, in Europe, it was an unbelievable experience. One of my favorite human beings again, Angela Johnson, just a sweet girl, and you really got into the insecurity that she felt because so much had come up, come to her so quickly. I think as a young comic, and then. She felt uh, insecure about it in terms of going yeah. out to the clubs here in Hollywood. So that was that was a. Do you remember when we were doing that podcast? We had a power failure. <laughs> we had a power failure. Yeah, because yeah, the heat. There was. That's there was right. A we had a power huge surge. heat wave. Yeah, and then all of a sudden we managed to come back online, <laughs> and we still managed to get one of the the great stories that she told about the guy oh, giving about her being the ride. on the road. Yeah, yeah, great. And this great. is before all that sexual harassment yep. stuff broke as well. So, uh, very relevant. Episode one hundred. I called in a favor. Yeah. I cashed in a chip. Mr. Vince Vaughn. Yep. That was great. And it was great to hear, you know, just, I mean, the guy can be funny anytime, but he, he's just such a great, warm human being. And he was happy to be in the dojo. And we got funny. to talk about his film. Yeah. What made him. Rollins, Cell Block 99. What made him great was we were goofing around with him. What was your favorite episode? And he was turning it back on us. It was really, yeah. it almost felt like he didn't want to talk about the movie, to be honest with you. It almost felt like he just wanted to he just, just wanted keep to hang, bullshitting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was great. He's a great hang. Uh, 101, I cashed in another chip. SNL's Weekend Update now. Head writer and Weekend Update, uh, Colin Jost. Yep. Uh, he was great. He got to tell a really impactful story about his experience uh, in New York City on September 11th and how his mom. family was affected with his mom being... Um, very, very important in terms of uh, the first responders being there for them. Uh, Billy Gardell joined us from Mike and Came Molly. in studio. Came in studio. He great. was great. Um, one of my favorite human beings. Again, a great guy on Twitter. A really, really funny guy on Twitter. Pat Sajak. Wow. Oh, yeah. Right. Wheel of Fortune host, and we got to walk through his career, and we got to dive into what it was like when he had his own talk show, and yeah. you had your own story about that. Yeah, when we went to a taping of it years ago. It's it's funny. Like, if you look back at that block where we did the authors and jumped to Vince and Jokers and Colin yeah. Jost, like, there was, I think that's where our turning point for the show was, where we're like, hey, listen, let's really make this about good quality guests. Yeah, and then you got Francisco Ramos. Um, then we got <laughs> the operator. <laughs> Uh, Robert O'Neill's story this about was this was a, a great score, a great score for for our podcast. We felt this was significant. It was great. No matter what your politics are, um, this is the man that killed Bin Laden, yeah. and he walks you through step by step the night of the mission. Uh, not only that, but we go through the training to become a Navy SEAL. It's an unbelievable listen. It's it's one of the better episodes in terms of understanding something significant that's historical and here we are talking to somebody that is part of history. What I loved about him too is that we were only allotted 30 minutes with him Yeah, because he was so busy. Went and an hour. He kept going 
and it was great. And he gives you a great interview regardless if he's talking to the Today Show or us or whoever it was. He gave us yeah. all of it, and it was great. Um, Mark Marin. Mark Marin joined us. Yep. Uh, 105, literally the godfather of podcasting, one of the pioneers, and just a great comic and a great guy. Uh, you know, what more can you say about the guy? He's nominated for a Golden Globe with Glow. He's somebody who's a lifer. He's been at stand-up for so long. He's one of the first to have, like, one of those HBO half-hour specials. Yep. Coming out of the San Francisco comedy scene. Uh, I mean, started with uh, Sam Kinison. And you look at what a long-storied career he's had, and that's a guy that's been at it for 25, 30 years. Crazy. And now he's popping. It's unbelievable, and, and everybody's happy That overnight him. success took W. Kamau Bell. I was finishing mine. Oh, yeah. CNN. CNN. Which, right, totally uh, biased. Totally biased. Shades of America. Great show. Great guy. Uh, if you want a perspective on race and harmony and unison in the country, he was a great listen as well. Uh, yeah, he was. And, and by by the way, his new special, directed by Morgan Spurlock. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yeah, Morgan's got his troubles, but it hasn't tainted the special. Um, this is another one you would have thought. Oh my God, Gary! Gary just the publisher's clearinghouse knocked on his door and gave him a check. I know who it from is. McMahon. Who? I know who it is. Good, uh, Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen <laughs> catch a, to catch a predator is Chris Hansen. My God, I enjoyed that one a he, lot. He, he was great, by the way. He, he was, was great. a great guest, but the way you blew it out, it was like it was the greatest thing since Joey Greco. <laughs> My God. I will tell you, having both of their numbers in my phone is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> Love well, it. Well, they, they all have my number in their phones. Sure. Apparently with everybody else. Um, adult film actress. Uh, she's got her own show yep. on Sirius uh, about fantasy sports. Lisa Ann. Yeah. What were your thoughts on her? In studio. Came in studio. a burst of energy. Sexy, beautiful, funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, she can do it all. I mean, she's just... Was it was one of those guest. don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And I think so many people these days would turn their nose up to an adult film actress. But I got to tell you, one of the best guests we've had on the dojo, period, I'd say top five. She was outgoing, energetic, intelligent, fun, joking. Yeah. Was able to take jokes, especially with her uh, line of work. We were... You know, taking jabs as well, yeah. but having fun and couldn't have been a better sport. I think that was one of our higher rated episodes, too. Yeah, she did really well. Uh, and we'll pivot to the next one. Don't even gloss over when we get to your guest. <laughs> Don't even gloss. Is this Cynthia it? Bridson, author <laughs> you were of the so Gene Kelly book. This. He's got rhythm. I look, have some funny things to say. <laughs> look, this is the thing about, about doing a podcast is you get to explore facets of people's lives or th subject matter that that interests you and Gene Kelly of course coming from Pittsburgh he's yeah. a uh, look he's a Hollywood Hollywood icon and anybody that came out of the Rust Belt like Dean Martin or Gene Kelly I will devour any information I can I got her book read it put you on the case you were quick with it boom, and boom, boom. we were um, look as the interview went along I think she got a little better but as she stated at the very beginning of the interview. Yeah, well, when we welcomed her to the show, we said, thank you for doing our show. And she said, this is the first show I've ever done. So, so not everybody's used to being interviewed. Yeah, probably a, a great author, not so much the person who should be pushing the book. Right. I yes. would agree with you. But she did yes. come through in the end. She got a little more comfortable. She was. She... <laughs> you can spin it any way you want. Yeah. School you... of Rock's Justin <laughs> Collette. <laughs> Joined us. I'm surprised you even mentioned that for one ten. Well, of course yeah. I do. I, I, I look how ner how nerve wracking for her. You're gonna you're gonna go on a podcast with a bunch of comedians. I'm sure she was nervous as hell. 
Okay, that's fine. Let's move on to Justin Clapp. <laughs> Justin Clapp, by the way. He was awesome. Great guest. Yeah. Great guest. Uh, he's somebody I would go see the show in New York City, School and I'd, I'd say, hey, let's get a beer afterwards. He was great. Yeah, School of Rock lead guy. Um, This is a guy I love seeing at the clubs. I will sit and watch him. I adore him. Jimmy Pardo. Wow, yeah. That was a great one. Talked about the transition from me getting his job over at Conan, the whole late night war with Leno and Conan, and had some really great insight. He was so much fun. Again, came into the studio, burst of energy. It was a lot of fun. Um, Then we got Brooks Whelan, who talked about his experience for a season on SNL. And then Bill Burr happened to be in the neighborhood. That's he right. He stopped in. Yep. We chatted. We talked uh, quite a bit about sexual assault in the business. Uh, I mean, every, it, it just spreading like wildfire throughout many different uh, facets of business and industry. And Bill had his take. I had my take. He had uh, <laughs> taken something the wrong way that I communicated, but we cleared it up. That was a great episode. It was great to hear Bill's take. It was also great to talk to Brooks Whelan, who's, who came from like a chemical engineering uh, profession and went into stand-up and within a few years he's on SNL. Unbelievable. Yeah, pretty crazy. And what a fascinating guy that he's somebody that will go do a road gig but go camping instead of get the hotel. That's right. That's true. That was his whole thing. Like, he loves roughing it. Yeah. yeah I, and by crazy. the way, in the winter, too, he's staying warm in one of those tin foil, you know, insulated yeah. sleeping bags. Uh, then Keen got a great, the Ali author. I got that. I got that uh, author. Yeah, Jonathan Ike. Jonathan Ike, which called you and didn't joined. realize was the author of one of your other favorite. The Luckiest books. Man, a book about Lou Gehrig's life. Yeah, um, and I put two and two together. I was like, we got to get him back on so we can talk about uh, Lou Gehrig's story in life. Uh, that was it was great. I I had to take care of something, and then I joined halfway yes. through and got to sit in. But what a fascinating read that book is. I started reading it. I. It, if you're going to read a book on Muhammad Ali's life, read this yeah. book. It is in-depth. It really – and he doesn't pull any punches with that. What I, was your uh, – if you look back on our year, top three favorites? Get big top I would three. put Lisa Ann in there. Okay. Just because it was so fun. Look, they were all – this year I think our show has definitely taken a turn for the better. Yeah. I think we were exploring the first hundred, figuring things out. Um, having Keen along was great. It's nice to have Patrick in the room. <laughs> Although he could he could be a little more proactive, I think you and I have talked about this. So he's somebody who's so polite, right? I think is just willing to take a back seat. But he's so damn funny when he has piped up. He's been great. Yeah, and yeah, he's, yeah. He's he's brought us uh, some great guests like Carson Palmer, who will be calling in in twenty twenty one, I believe. Uh, our, our favorite moment with Patrick though was when we had on Jonathan Allen from the Shattered Book, yep. and he said to Jonathan, "Didn't Hillary?" Announce her candidacy on SNL, and it was just the most awkward. That was a bad one. That yeah. was <laughs> that was one where I think I texted you afterwards, like, "Did we make a mistake?" <laughs> but Keen's great. Uh, I would say Lisa Anna's up there. I couldn't put him in order, but Vince obviously, and yeah, and then Jost and, and the Jokers. I'd have to put all just because I'm, you know, because I, I love all all of them. And I think for me, I think for me too, uh, uh, the our Bin Laden author was great. Robert yeah, Robert O'Neill was great. I mean, that was a fascinating. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, what I did want to say to you is as we are wrapping up this year, heading into New Year's Eve, you and I are heading up to Parlor Live. With Keen. With Patrick Keen and our good buddy Joel Osborne from Australia. Yep. We're all heading up there. Uh, the weekend starts Friday. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday. Yep. Always weird to end 
the weekend on New Year's Eve because we all fly out on Sunday or the yeah, next day. Yeah, on Monday. We normally yeah. have a, a buffer day. Uh, but we're, we've done that club many times together. Parlor Live in Bellevue. It's yeah. a blast. So much fun because there's all of that extracurricular activity stuff going on. There's yeah. There's a pool hall and this, Nightclub, this lounge and stuff like area, that. Yeah. But what's interesting is in addition to us being on the shows Friday, Saturday, we have a special guest that is joining us on Sunday just for just the for two news. shows. Speaking She's of which, I'll let right you uh, Yes. Go ahead. And there she is. Uh, we were just promoting this. Uh, <laughs> we are very excited because uh, we've done this club before, and we are so excited that you are joining us. Uh, she is one half of the amazing podcast called called Guys We Fuck. By the way, I tuned in to listen to a few episodes thinking I would hear club owners talking about them fucking comics on, on oh, 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 not giving them the bonuses, thing. but it's actually guys we fucked. So, yeah. Just literally guys we fucked, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she is one half of the amazing podcast that is just blowing up called Guys We Fucked, and, and she is joining us specifically on New Year's Eve to be part of our Parlor Live shows. Uh, we want to welcome her, uh, Corinne Fisher. How about a big round of applause Corinne, for her? Corinne, thanks for joining us. Whoa, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Works now, by the way, uh you do uh your show with uh Christina Hutchinson and, and you guys do how long have you guys been doing your show for? I actually just got back to my apartment from recording recording the fourth anniversary episode. So four nice. full years of wow. guys. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> it, it, Thank it, you. And the idea essentially started with you guys kind of explore you guys had both experienced breakups and you guys were like hey we should maybe talk about this you mean they're human beings thank you gary (laughs) jesus (laughs) well it was just it was just me getting dumped in a panera bread actually that's what it was (laughs) i was the only unwanted one yes (laughs) (laughs) so you get dumped in a panera bread and then is is yeah and i had like a full mental breakdown and i will get the cookie on the way out (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i did i got i got a brownie as my 99 cent dessert exactly don't worry i ate it later i ate it later was, Can't waste a good brownie on a breakup. Was was Christina in a relationship, or how? Like, what was the uh, relationship between you two guys? She was already in a relationship. Uh, she got into a relationship with her boy, her boyfriend, who's still her boyfriend. Wow. Like you know, seven eight years later, uh, about a year after I had been dating my boyfriend at the time. I have a new boyfriend now. Oh, nice. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, it's it's good. Just trade it, trade it in the old one for a new one. But I was single for four years. Like most of the podcasts, I was single, so it was a lot of the podcasts is just me going on, you know, weird dates and you know, getting trapped in people's New York City apartments as they uh, pace around the living room on cocaine, and I'm scared for my life. Oh wow, it's just a real fun time. So what yeah. was it like working <laughs> with Louis? <laughs> <laughs> does it does it change the dynamic now that you're in a relationship? Does it change that? For the podcast? Yeah, but the thing is, the, the podcast kind of organically changed on its own anyway with uh, the rise of this new feminist movement anyway. So people just kind of wanted to talk about different things. And we kind of let the audience uh, and their write-ins lead our discussion topics. So it's gotten a little more serious, but we still like to you know throw in some bestiality and you know whatever people are thinking about these days a lot of fucking dogs honestly recently but not actually fucking them but like wanting to and we're like you can't do that that's Sorry. yeah that's against the law um, <laughs> um it's, just not, it's just not good for anyone or anything yeah i, I do want to ask you yeah. with the women's movement this is a discussion i had a, a few days ago with another comic and you know what when you look at that cover of time magazine right and it's like the person of the year was women 
coming out against all the sexual assault, and it, it's become a great, a powerful movement. But, but it, it, do you believe it should be isolated to just a women's movement? Because I think missing from that cover were the men that were assaulted by Kevin Spacey, and it seems like every week there is a a, a female teacher, high school, junior high school, that is raping young boys. And I guess because it's, you know, most guys would think, ah, you know, he's getting lucky. You know, that's the hack way of thinking about it. But sometimes these women get pregnant and these guys, these young kids, they're 15, 16, their lives are ruined. They're a father at 15 or 16. And there is a rash of like young female teachers raping and sleeping with these young students and losing their jobs and being assaulted. Do you feel personally it's it's just isolated to just a women's movement or should it just be, you know, a movement in terms of sexual assault in general? Well, I mean, that's a good question. Sexual assault haven't talked about openly enough. And I think there definitely is a stigma for men who are molested or raped in that it's still something that, you know, we make a lot of jokes about or find comical. Uh, like that the Time magazine cover was only women, only because women's voices, just in general, if we're talking about the general voice of women, are just not heard on the same level that men's voices are heard. Right. However, there is this caveat of, yes, like if a, if a, a guy is raped or molested, it still feels like a little bit more embarrassing um, to talk about. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I just think that women's voices need to get out there a little bit more. And also, I mean, like there's a difference between statutory rape and rape rape. Like Harvey Weinstein was flat out raping people. Right. The, the sex with teachers, you know, when it's a, when it's a male teacher having sex with a female student, those are statutory rape incidents, which I, you know, not great, but course, a yeah. lot different than non-statutory rape. Yeah, it is. It's a weird dynamic, I think, because Matt Damon, for example, is getting skewered by some on the press, right. I assume, because he's like, let's make the distinction or there should be, you know, I guess if there's a 9-11 threat level, right, when you go to the airport, I, you know, why, I guess you, you'll get skewered if you say, well, you know, there, there are varying degrees. But, you know, I think that's something society in general is starting to figure out and try to come to a healthy conclusion. Right. And I mean, I, I don't I, I don't know. Everyone just likes to skewer everyone else. And, you, you know, if you looked on Twitter, you would think that everyone you're following is the most upstanding human being on Earth with the way people come down on one another. Uh, my favorite book that I read this year was actually John Ronson's So You've Been Publicly Shamed. I think it's a must read, especially for people like comedians who spend so much time on social media, which can be so ridiculously emotionally draining um so i try never to come down on people so 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 hard unless it's like concrete harvey weinstein i've been raping people since the 70s and no one's done jack shit about it but with like matt Damon, i think you know you're allowed to make a point and i do agree with him like you know louis showing your penis to people or masturbating in front of them isn't great but it's not the same as forcibly sticking your penis into somebody who is trying to make it as an actor like they are right. there are different things and you have to look at things at different levels and I think just if we're going to take one thing away from everything that's happened this year it's that we really need to be having uh, conversations about sexual assault we need to make people feel comfortable to come forward I mean and, and even when these people come forward there's still tons of people like why was she there why was she wearing that why didn't she just say right. something and then we're coming down on Mary Street and it's like okay well no one's perfect and I think that that's kind of like a nice humanizing thing like it's nice that Meryl Streep isn't perfect and that she made this mistake by kind of standing by her her boss but it's also cool to know that even Meryl Streep has a 
terrible boss whose ass she feels the need to kiss. That, <laughs> right. to me, was comforting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very interesting time. Uh, but we are looking forward to working in Seattle with you. How often are you on the road? Just curious. Uh, we're on the road a lot. We took a little break for the end of the year, but Christina and I have toured uh, everywhere from London to Canada to all across the United States this past year. Wow. Um, and then January, we're on the road again. I think we have like eight different cities wow. that we're doing in January alone, and then we're just going to keep going uh, with that. But we, I, I did play Parlor Live with Christina one time uh, in the past year or so, so I'm excited to go back there and uh, spend New Year's Eve with you guys. Yeah, yeah. because uh, you, it's such a treat. You guys bring the podcast uh, all around the country, right? Well, we, ha- we created a show called Guys, We Fucked the Experience. We actually just did our final performance of that particular show mm-hmm. uh, at the New York Comedy Festival uh, at the Tribeca Performing Arts Center. It was like a 900-seat theater. We sold it out. That was like really Congratulations. our final performance of Guys, We Fucked. Thank you. It was. Cr- I can't even believe we did it. I'm, so, I'm always like, oh, we're never going to be able to sell this out. And then we just keep begging people to buy tickets. Um, but we had created an interactive show based on the podcast, uh, which is what we were bringing around. So that allowed us to incorporate stand-up and kind of dating games and things that got people out of their comfort zones. But we're debuting a new tour uh, in for 2018 called the Bridget Bishop Tour. And that's more of like a co-headlining tour for us. Oh, that's great. So that's more stand-up and yeah, I, just, I was you... like, I need to be doing more stand-up. I know Christina also likes to do it. Just if we're going out on the road, I want to be doing long sets and really doing what I love most, which is stand-up. Yeah, that's awesome. I got to tell you, I've done stand-up or I've done Parlor Live twice now for New Year's Eve. This will be my third time, mm-hmm. and it is amazing. We will have a great time. Good. I'm so excited. I'm such uh, a big fan of Steve, and now I know you, Gary. I've been uh, looking around on the internet, stalking you a little bit. So there's not much to see. <laughs> Corinne, do me a favor. Go to Gigmasters and read Gary's review. It's uh, it's been something we've. I have not been on Gigmasters for three years because of that review <laughs> that says I screwed up the event. Uh, we're excited. You're only doing the one night with us, then, huh? Well, I'm just doing New Year's, the two shows on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Now, are you there for the so. weekend in Seattle? Or are you just coming up for the day and then zipping out? or? Uh, I'm in uh, on the 30th and out the 1st. Oh. Okay. okay. Well, well, come by the 30th if you want yeah, as well. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, even you know to perform, okay, yeah. have drinks, whatever. And I had to check my flight, tell you my flight lands because I was like, I just didn't want to travel like and get in and then do two Same shows. Day. And I was very worried about my flight, something happening. Of course. We've all been following the Chrissy Teigen thing online, so... I don't want to be in a adult lounge or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it'll be good. Yeah, yeah I mean, come, come to the back. second show, come to the, whatever show. You, you're more than welcome to join. Okay. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to working with you and sharing the stage with you it's New Year's Eve. It's going to be awesome. My wife's going to be joining. So, you know, what sucks about this is that initially I talked to Gary and Patrick, and it's like Patrick's going to bring his girlfriend. Gary's going to bring, gonna bring his wife. wife. Yeah. My wife's coming. And then I'm like, hey, are everybody's girls coming? <laughs> They're like, nobody. And so it's just me and my wife. So I'm glad that there will be another female right. joining us as well so it'll be great to have you along i know i was so sad i i, I told all the listeners of guys way fuck i was like guys i'm gonna be very alone not even my dog can come with me my boyfriend's and was in ohio shooting a movie so i was like come please come hang out with us <laughs> well we're looking forward <laughs> yeah, to it's it it's gonna be great i'm sure the shows will be packed that club is gonna be great after the show there's so much fun to do and uh we're really it's gonna be a great t- i'm so excited that you're you're hanging with us on new year's eve it's gonna be a blast Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Well, we will see you on Sunday, the 31st. But if you do get in early on the 30th, please come by. And uh, even if it's for a drink, that'd be awesome. Okay, great. I look forward to meeting you both. Great. Absolutely. We'll, we'll see you this weekend. Congratulations so, yeah, on, the, on all the success of the podcast. Good luck with the tour. But we're looking forward to catching up with you uh, in just a few days here. Yes, thank you so much. I'll see you New Year's Eve, if not sooner. You got it. Right, take safe care. travels. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Corinne Fisher from the Guys We Fuck Great. podcast. So much fun. Listen to that show. I mean, I don't need to push that show. That show's yeah, she, killing it. Show's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, we're in uh, Bellevue this weekend. Bellevue right outside of Seattle. Although, it's crazy. They got snow over the weekend last weekend. So Did they really? I think it's going to be cold, but uh, it'll be great. Um, I'm looking forward to it. All those guys up there are awesome. It'll be me, you, Patrick Keene, Joel Osborne, and Corinne Fisher from the Guys We Fucked podcast. So, we are excited. By the way, a great 2017. So much fun. I wish Patrick could have called in. He is... Uh, Unavailable right now is what he's he said. Unavailable? That's what he said. He's at the mall with his nieces. No. So, Not writing. Uh, <laughs> um, By we the way, will be. Good. Yes. I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened. I mean, I think, I would like to think it took a little while to get our groove going. We finally yeah. are there. We're finally getting good guests. We've been listening to people. Finally getting uh, good guests. Finally getting good guests. <laughs> uh, with one exception in 2017. We both know who that was. He's got rhythm. Who could ask okay. Um, All right, listen. Uh, we're excited. So we want to thank everybody from 2017 who listened, who supported, who tweeted at us, who wrote. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent. We want to thank everything here at All Things Comedy. We want to thank our amazing producer, Aaron, who's been so nice to us. Uh, Bill Burr, Al Madrigal, everybody here at All Things Comedy. we got to thank our co-host, Patrick Keene, who's Keen. jumped aboard and come along with us. But honestly, we got to thank the listeners. We yeah. wouldn't be doing this if not for the listeners. So the listeners... Write us. Let us know what your favorite podcast episode has been this past year or two years and who you'd like to see or who you'd like to listen to on the podcast as well. Rate, review, subscribe, and get in touch with Gary. He'll send you that free Gentleman's Dojo t-shirt, which has been pretty popular. So uh, we're getting those out to everybody. I know you sent those out, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I got mine. I got to wear it the other day. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. The ladies love it. Ladies love cool jams. So, we will be Seattle, Parlor Live, New Year's Eve, Joel Osborne from the documentary I directed that's coming out about the amazing Jonathan. We will be, I will be in Houston with Keen. Following that, I'll be in Edmonton at Comic Strip Live. And then we're going to be doing a benefit for Vegas Strong at the Fremont Country Club, downtown Las Vegas, Tuesday, January 16th with the amazing Jonathan, Joel Osborne, P. Giovine, Josh Adam Myers, myself. Are you going to come out for that or no? Sure. You want to come out yeah. and host it or be great. Help, help host? Yeah, why not? Yeah, we'll get your room and come out. Let's do it. It'll be great. Um, uh, so, yeah, keep in touch. Everything is at, at Canon Comedy, at Citizen Keen, at Steve Byrne Live. Uh, honestly, we appreciate you guys listening. We wish you a happy holidays, happy new year. Thank you guys very much, and we'll leave you with Frank Sinatra.